welcome back to Dealing With It, a podcast about rolling with the punches. This is a mother and son podcast. I am Trish. I'm the mom. My name is Matt, and I am the son. Thank you so much for joining us today, where our our main topic will kind of be piggybacking mm-hmm. off of last week, uh, which is the, the topic of play. Yes. Uh, play is... Um, well, let's just get into it. It was my goal this week. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I did play this week. Adults, um, sometimes we we stop valuing mm-hmm. play, and sometimes when we have you know kind of quiet downtime, recreation time, we just tend to want to zone out in front of the TV, kind of lose ourselves in that. And that's not the same thing as what play is. So this week, my goal was to play more. And so I I really did. I played music. I went to the dog park, played with my dogs. We um, had a great birthday party this week, yeah, which yeah. was fun because I dressed up as a queen. Everybody dressed up. And um, we... We played, and it was it was all really good. So I think that that was a fun week, and I'm really excited to get to talk more about play this week. Yeah. But what was your so goal? So my goal was to uh, to be to make sure, like at least once a day, I w- made sure to express gratitude. Oh yeah. To somebody, um, which I did, which I did, and it, I I kind of found that uh, not to toot my own horn yeah. here, but I, that I it. Uh, I, I think I kind of, it's just na- naturally right. end up doing it. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of cool, yeah. but, um, but uh, it wasn't like big things. Like I didn't go like grab someone by the shoulder and like, oh, thank you for <laughs> what you did, you know, yeah. just like really brief, like, Hey, okay. Like, I really, really appreciate that. Thanks for taking the time to do that. Right, you know, some, right. just something Authentic, just in the moment. Yeah. Just to kind of gratitude, make some eye contact, mm-hmm. let someone know I'm thankful. That's um, good. yeah, I mean, it felt good. It felt good. I've been trying to focus more on uh gratitude yeah. lately uh as well to kind of get my brain to more make that the natural thing to jump to is is things i'm grateful right, for right right uh and and stuff instead of like you know um something maybe more negative sure because uh, you know um our brains can do whichever whatever we train it to do and even as an adult um we can continue to uh grow and work with our our brains to to best, you know, uh, fulfill the life we want to have. Yeah. And it, and who it, wants to have a negative, cranky life, right? right? Right. Well, no one wants it. No, and but, I don't know that we realize how we can impact it. And that totally plays into to, to the topic of play yeah. today. Because one of the things that I was talking about this week uh, when I went and saw uh, my therapist was that that idea, too, of like, I, want, I don't know what gradually happened or what became where... I, you know, I, I notice things I don't like far more than I notice things that I do like, uh-huh. um, in general, whether it's TV or people, dogs, I don't know. Yeah, I like all yeah. dogs. They're great. <laughs> but, um, stuff like that. And, and what she was kind of talking about that I thought was pretty fascinating was, you know, t- thinking about like the thousands and thousands of years that we sort of, as humans operated from like a hunter gatherer sort of a dynamic, right. um, where it, it was, it really important and be like, all right, if I go out into over there, what could possibly kill me? Mm-hmm. Uh, what you know, stuff like that? Uh, and then we've evolved to a more comfortable right. time where we don't. Most of us are fortunate enough not ha- to have to worry about like a saber tooth tiger being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, 
but we still got these wirings to be like, right. okay, well, what is the bad thing that can happen? Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily bad, but it makes you or makes us kind of jump towards. Sure. What's the bad thing? Okay. Then what's the good thing? Yeah. Yeah. But, and then play plays a lot into that uh, as far as helping to kind of uh, rework some of the ways that we do that. So mom, do you want to kick, kick, just kick this right off and talk about? Sure. Well, um, with that, with the idea of play, um, just in defining it. Yeah. It's not a thing, you know, it is a process. Um, It's a process that in this process, you might find pleasure and surprise new understandings, um, and it can strengthen your mind, your body, your spirit. Um, I went to a couple sites, uh, psychcentral.com, wanderlust.com, um, and, and just looked at articles, but there are things out there about the importance of play with adults. And one of the nice benefits, and and especially I guess with me having a, a birthday this week and all that sort of thing, you know, I don't feel the age I am, um, there's a quote, though, from George Bernard Shaw. says, we don't stop playing because we get old. We get old because we stop playing. Mm. And I think because I enjoy humor, I enjoy play, I do um, not feel like as yeah. decrepit as I'll get when to we someday. Like, we kind of <laughs> like, and even in that, because I do the same thing, I think of like, oh, you grow older and you stop playing yeah like that's the natural way to be so if i'm not playing then i'm old Mm -hmm. but well and sometimes in our society we even look at play as we get older as um you know maybe petty it's unproductive it's frivolous it's frivolous it's a guilty pleasure yeah um so as adults in our in our country we do still honor competitive play Mm -hmm. where you know football and that sort of stuff, but we have winners and losers and there's a stress involved with it that's different. Yeah. Um, it is a type of play, but that's not the kind that maybe I'm thinking of for myself. Right. When I was, uh, and not to, I'm not going to keep interrupting you. No, but, no, no, no. <laughs> I, it's a conversation. Sure, sure. Yeah. I, uh, when I was doing some looking into this, I kept coming across this one name, uh, Dr. Stuart Brown. Yeah. Uh, so he, he established the National Institute of Play uh, and who knew, right? Who knew? Well, and it was kind of fascinating. So, like, Speaking I, of play, we have a couple puppies yeah, in our studio with us. So if you hear... If there's some like noise bleeding over... It's right, because it reminds me of the old days uh, almost a year ago when we had dogs and all sorts of business Yes, on, so. which almost a year ago. So we'll do something we'll fun do for, something that. for that. Um, we're, yeah, also our podcast studio shares a wall with a gym. <laughs> if, so oh, if you can, he- So if oh, you can they- hear uh, some, uh, you know, uh, consistent beat... Oh, uh, right. well, that's somebody's coming from across the, the way. Somebody's playing over there. <laughs> um, but one of the things that this guy, Dr. Stuart Brown, uh, was was saying in one of the, the uh, like interviews I was listening right. to was that play is the is an act, an activity that is done just for the sake of doing it, mm-hmm. um, without much. So it's like in the one of the uh, examples he used that that made sense to me was he was like, uh, if you sit down at a poker table to play a game of poker, that's play. But yeah. if you're doing it with the intent to get money, you're not playing. The intention isn't just to do the activity for the sake of doing right. it. Right. Um, and so... Well, and that brings to mind 
you know that you've been a little conflicted about playing music because right. you have loved it. It's always been a part of you. You've wanted to write, you know, pieces and have things put out there. And then all of a sudden it stopped being fun. It stopped being play. And I wonder if unintentionally you're going into it, the what you needed out of it exactly. changed. Does that make sense? Oh, 100%. It was like a light bulb switched on, that exact yeah. thing, um, because it was – it. Even though the the term is play, I go play uh-huh. music. Yeah. Uh, it stopped being play. I, I stopped yeah. going and doing it for the sake of doing it because it brought out the um, uh, flow, mm-hmm. that intense. Uh, it's sort of a excited energy, excited focus mm-hmm. uh, that brought me to it in the first place. Nice. Um, I stopped doing it for, just for the sake of doing it and started doing it for the sake of I need to make something yeah. out of this, and it became the thing that was play for me, it became more of something that I was putting stress on myself. Right. Um, and I'm still, I mean, cause like th- this is a relatively new like revelation yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm kind of still exploring how to rework the wiring mm-hmm. that I've, I've, I have made that where it's like, uh, so Katie's been out of town uh, for three days at this point, four days at this uh-huh. point. And, uh, and so I have a lot of time when I'm not at work or, you know, doing stuff with the pets to like, oh, I get to choose sure. and I, yeah. I, it, it's all me. Uh, and so I'll, I'll struggle with that. Be like, I have so much time. I, I should go in there. I'll, I'll start putting together this album. That's going to get me out of my nine to five, yeah. And, yeah, which is obviously like, it's, it's, it's pipe dream, big dream. But my mind is going to this. Oh, I'm going to go do this thing for the sake of, uh, a future sure. endeavor. Yeah. Um, and so I've been really critical and, and cautious to, to not indulge when I, when that's the motivation. Right. Exactly. Um, if, if I'm finding myself doing the, that, where my motivation is, is, is that way, then I'll immediately think of something else I, mm-hmm. I can do yeah. uh, at least to sort of, uh, distract myself. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's good. Yeah. It, um, but it is sort of the intentionality of going into the process of play is not that we come out with a, product necessarily yeah or... and i'm and i think that 100 percent speaks to the the idea that uh play is 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 frivolous and as you get older and life does get more complicated as you get sure. older that that play is something that you shouldn't make time for because it's unnecessary you got that out when you were a kid that's uh so not the that's case. not it's not the yeah, case it's not yeah. the case but i i was definitely a part of that it's uh, it's happening yeah yeah and, well, so uh, Dr. Stuart Brown, who you just talked about, um, compared play to oxygen. He said it goes unnoticed, it goes unappreciated until it's missing. Yeah. And then you do. And so people who get out of the habit of play, oh, I love it. <laughs> people who get out of that habit start to feel differently. Things start yes. not to fall into place. You might feel some stresses and things that, um, and you're wondering, what do I, what has changed? What have I, what have I done? What, why do I feel like this? You might think, mm-hmm. have I just gone out and had fun? Have I done anything to be playful lately? Play like art, crafting, music, books, yeah, comedy, flirting, uh-huh. daydreaming, any of that kind of stuff is play. Because, yeah, and... Because you think of this thing too of like if if you're somebody who hasn't taken the time to to do an enjoyable activity yeah. just for the sake of enjoying that activity, uh, if you haven't played in a while, 
I mean, you start asking like, well, what? Okay, what does play look like? Should mm-hmm. I pull out a board game? Should I pull out a video game? Uh-huh. Do I go for a hike? <laughs> uh, you know what? What is what is play? How do right. I play? Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and we don't even know because we're adults. Because so like, it's it's who's gonna go do dodgeball with me? I'm stinking fifty eight years well, old. And right something now. else that I thought was really fascinating was because the way that we kind of have our society set up is obviously not totally, but for the most part is kind of a uh, a given like a uh, reward based i i go to my job so i get my paycheck mm-hmm. uh i what's I, in it for me i got to go to the grocery store so i can get food so i can mm-hmm. eat it, there's a bit of a, a reward system and so when it comes to the idea of play to truly be playing you're not doing it for any sort of reward right. you're not Except doing it the thing is there are so many benefits and you and i right. both well, of course. have been looking into there this there are benefits but not from the but you don't know them it's it's not the, the, the intention a, isn't yeah. to go reap those benefits. The cause and, and effect aren't so obvious. Yeah, as, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But um, I don't know. You're you're young, but there was a, a movie called Patch Adams. Out, oh, Robin uh, Williams. With Rob, thank you very much, Robin Williams. And in, in there, his character, um, who's a physician, incorporates joy and fun and play into the treatment of patients. And this was based off of um, Patch Adams is, is a story of a, a real man, a doctor, um, who it, who's still looking into to play and, and incorporating it and, and treating the whole, you know, mind, body, and spirit of people, not just going in, get a, an operation and go home from the hospital. Right, right. And so um, his name came up in some of the research I did, and I thought, wow, that is cool. And then he started an institute, you'll like this, called the Gesundheit Institute. Oh, uh, yeah, because that's what uh, at the end of the movie. That's yeah. what I think where they where they ended off. I haven't yeah. seen it in a while. Yeah. I also not until today when you brought it up did I, I didn't realize that was based on a true yeah. uh, person. Isn't that cool? And um, so that was uh, I hadn't seen that movie again. It's been a long time. That may be when I have to go back and, yeah, and yeah. check out. Um, and you know, going to a movie is play, so that's all good. Yeah. Um, but. It's some of the things that uh, that help that are helped in a human body by play um, are also things that are helped in relationships. Um, playing together can help a couple yeah. in rekindling a relationship. Playing a board game, going out to a movie together, go dancing. I oh, I will say this: if you, uh, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry. I was going to say please. your dad and I took ballroom dancing lessons. Not because we wanted to be ballroom dancers, for heaven's sakes, but it was really fun to do something like yeah. that, well, the two of us together. And so in in researching this podcast of, of the idea of playing as an adult, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll save anyone the time. If you go and Google adult play, uh, <laughs> there's... Uh, and then go to images. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's no shortage of things couples can do, apparently. <laughs> Uh, now it's, I did, I was Googling it at work and I was like, if anyone's reading these, it doesn't look adult, <laughs> oh. adult play. Uh, well, but I but mean, we joke what? about it, but does set, that not also rekindle a relationship? I think is that, that not a pleasurable activity for the sake of uh, yes, pleasure? And, and, um, and even sex can be playful. Uh, of don't get all embarrassed son. but you know what? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I agree that sex can be playful. Yes. And then, and it's, um consensual of course and fun yes. and then it's all good um 
but those uh, from a childhood level what you're saying uh not just like in a sexual sense of course but but consensual play yeah uh that's things we learn from a, a young time yeah. that's what play and as a child yeah. teaches it's like oh i want to play oh but this person doesn't want to play and you're making these cognitive yeah. connections yeah. between uh how to interact socially yeah. i mean there was well it's and that's part of development um human yeah. development is children are very young and they are um, I'll tell you what, when they're two and three years old, when I have my granddaughter and we go to the um, playground to play and there's another child that age there, they don't they don't even care what the other one's name is. Uh-huh. Do you want to play? Uh-huh. Do you like the slide? Uh-huh. But then they just go and they don't even have to speak words. Yeah. But they are connecting and becoming almost besties because they're playing together. I know that in with adults... Often when you get a group together for the first time, intentionally, the facilitator does some kind of icebreaker, um, which most of us just hate. Right. Go around oh the class and say goodness. something about yourself. Everybody's an animal. Pretend <laughs> you're, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. All the sheep go that way. All the cows go that way. And, um, but at the end of that um, process together, you do have had a you have had a common experience together that binds you together and you've had fun together and actually it is helpful in facilitating learning and working together yeah is if you do these things i know as as a principal um we we tried to do things every week and um you know we'd we'd laugh and i you know kumbaya time folks Mm -hmm. you know that kind of stuff but um but but it is healthy and it's good for a team to do things together that are play not absolutely not always in the workplace you know um but the um so strangers even strangers young kids and older folks can do some kind of play or just and it doesn't have to be overt like hey let's get out the jenga blocks here on the subway you know yeah yeah. it could just be hey i like that song that you're listening to i do too and i mean just enjoying yeah yeah just finding something in common an enjoyable moment and like that's something too like you're saying like kids don't have a hard time with that you can go i you know yeah uh, you'll see a a three-year-old four-year-old run up to another kid and they'll just start playing Yeah, yeah and then that it's I mean, it's like any craft. You learn how to do that. Right. And then as we get older and as life gets more complicated. Uh, we that, become more aware of ourselves and our differences. So they won't like, maybe they won't and, like me. And it's, and it's like if you're, uh, you know, if you build stuff with your hands and then you get pretty good at it, but then you don't do it for a long time. It's it's awkward. It's awkward. It's hard to get back. Yeah. Um, no kidding. Um I'm I'm having to to relearn some social skills, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. And well, and other skills, you know, um, house skills, rotating the tires. I'm not learning that skill, oh, I but like, I'm okay. I'm going to bring the, bring my car to your house yeah. then. No, don't don't worry about that. <laughs> but I do have a phone number of a place I'll drive it okay. for you there. Um, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and go down some other things that yeah, are yeah, ben- that where we benefit from yes. with play because I need us I just want our listeners and you and I both in this conversation to realize when we talk about play it's not a frivolous thing we're talking no, about. No, not here. at all. Um so it can build deep connections between people, both people who know each other and and people who don't know each other very well yet. Um cultivates healing. I mean that it, it releases endorphins in your body that improve brain functionality. It can stimulate creativity. It keeps us young, uh, energetic, 
It improves memory. Mm-hmm. Um, the cerebral cortex is stimulated by the uh, by by playing. Um, it can trigger the secretion of B. DNF, which is essential to the growth of brain cells. Oh, okay. Yeah. Relieves stress, improves, well, and again, I have the improves the connections to other people. There was a, a really interesting study, too, that, so there, uh, one of the things that this guy, Stuart Brown, was saying, too, that I thought was, uh, that st- uh, st- stuck out to me was, he's saying that, like, what we know now about play is kind of near to what we knew about sleep 60 years ago. Yeah. It's research on play in adulthood and adult brains is kind of still in its infancy um, because it is sort of we're rounding that corner where it's being seen as less frivolous. Right. I mean, you get um, it's. Well, if we were talking about a a food or a drug that could do all these things for you. People would be. Where do I buy that? Yeah. Where do I buy that? Well, it's called play. But and we see it like coming out a little bit more and maybe this, you know, it's just food for thought, I think. But like uh, we, we fit play into the like the parameters that w- we do have set as far as uh, like work, vacation time. Mm-hmm. But we all employers know, I mean, not all employers know, but state mandates, yeah. most employers yeah. have to give you uh, vacation. Yes. Uh, time or, or at least understand that there is importance to taking time away from work to play, to yeah. explore uh, and, and to learn more outside at, be, because it is important. We have to fit it into this sort of work uh, industrial well, sort of idea that we have right now. Yeah. But I think that that's the key is how, how we, um, we don't just work along and then we get two weeks to play and then come back to no play. I mean, it has to be somehow incorporated. Yeah. As, an, as an individual, you need to incorporate it into your life somehow. For sure. And um, play can be kind of an attitude, too. Mm-hmm. It can be, it doesn't have to be that, you know, we're going to blow up a waiting pool here at the back of Walmart, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and we're going to play in it right, on right. my break. It, that not, that's not necessarily no, pl- the, it. The play is more of a state of mind than any actual yes. physical yeah. thing you can do. Yeah, but when you're saying the, the, the health benefits, just before I forget, they were he was talking about this study that was done on mice. And they observed that mice, uh, like they had a group of them, and they would observe the ones that had the the natural tendency towards play the ones uh-huh. that would play with each other versus the ones that were more secluded or didn't care mu- as much about playing and then they observed them for for like a few weeks or uh-huh. something and then what they they added to their environment um a collar that had been worn by a cat um a cat's collar and they scur- scurried away all of them naturally yeah. were like uh, screw that. that we're not yeah. supposed that's a predator yeah. um but the one they noticed that the ones that had the the tendency to play were the ones that uh after a little bit of time would come out and sniff around and be more like okay i can they're more curious and more willing to explore right uh where the ones that didn't were the ones that didn't come out largely and and explore the same way and they were saying like in a real life situation like out in the wild the the mice that hadn't had that natural sense to go play um, would likely die, <laughs> you know, in those situations of, as far as like starve or not oh. be willing to um, kind of branch back out. And that play actually forms a part of the brain and strengthens that part of the, the brain to to be more problem resilient solver. and problem yeah, solver. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's really good. Because I was thinking almost the opposite, like the ones that would come back to the cat collar and sniff at it would be the ones that would 
well, not I think like to another day. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, they would they gave it enough time to be like, yes. there's not an actual predator attached to this thing. <laughs> it hasn't eaten anyone yeah, yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, so if you, you know, here we're thinking like, how how do we incorporate? How do I bring play into my life if I don't feel like I'm a really playful person? What in the world? How do I, how do you start? Yeah, and um, there were some different kinds of play. Now I think I'm going to attribute this one to to an article I read from Michael Foreman, who lives in Boise, or did at the time that he wrote this article. Um, so cool. Anyone know Mr. Michael Fortin, for, or Foreman, Foreman who, uh, yeah, who knows we, about play? We'd love to talk well, to yeah. you. Absolutely. Um, but first thing you do if you want to bring play into your life and play more is change what you think of what play is. Stop thinking that it's an add-on, it's extra, it's kind of inconvenient. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing how important it can be for your mental health and your physical health, your spiritual health, um, health, then, then you know, make time, f- change your attitude about it so that you're willing yeah. to do it. Um, think back when you were a kid, what did you like to do for play? Um, you know, some kids are the Barbie doll, G.I. Joe kind of play folks. Some kids are out on the, the trampoline or play football. Or some kids video are just, games. Vi- yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, what, what, what did you do for fun when you were younger? And not that you have to replicate childhood. That's not what adult play is. Right, not right. not trying to go out and pretend but that, that we're seven years old. Yeah. But that feeling and, and whatever um, uh, you got from that, maybe it's a starting point to think of, well, you know, uh, what you might like now. Find playful people. Surround yourself with playful people. Like, it, you know, it, it does, it'll seep into you because being around mm-hmm. people who are fun tend to be, you know, yeah. uh, you tend to become more fun. Well, that's the and uh, that's the thing that I know we've brought up a couple times on the show, the uh, mirror ne- neurons. That's, those are t- yeah. two words that are hard to say together. Mirror M- neuron. Mirror neuron. Mirror neuron. Mirror neuron. <laughs> uh, but um, one of the examples that this guy uh, Stuart Brown had in uh, on YouTube, he has a, a great like TED uh, TED, TED talk. talk? Uh, yeah, it's I like, tw- didn't see it's that. like it's twenty five, good... twenty six minutes. It's it's really, good. it's really good. He was showing this. Uh, there was a German photographer who was out uh, taking pictures in uh, it was like the Arctic somewhere. He had these huskies with him, uh, and so he's taking these pictures. And this like big polar bear comes up and is staring at that husky like it's lunch you yeah. know just like okay I, and the guy's like oh crap like sure this, where did this come from the husky it gets closer to the husky with this kind of stare that looks like it's gonna you yeah. know there's gonna be a confrontation and the husky drop down to the play stance that you see a dog do where it's like butts up in the air yeah, and it's and, down and tail wagon and then the the polar bear stopped stood up looked at it and then they started playing uh, and no. to the point where like the guy had pictures of this husky uh and like the polar bear had its like mouth around his neck but it was not they were both like and you could see the, and you could see in the polar bear's face is his eye I mean, his, yeah. his eyes were different yeah uh where it was a different it's a different mental place you put yourself in when you're playing right uh and it diffused what was, sure. was potentially a bad situation for that husky sure um yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy how, like, socializing like that, yes. socializing with play and how we pick up on the mood of another person or another, I mean, animals do it too, obviously, yeah. uh, can have a really, really profound effect. So if you're around people who are happier and more yeah. playful, that 
it, the tendency is that that will bring that out of us as well. Yeah, that, absolutely. I remember it was a video. Um, my niece, your cousin Katie, was on a uh, a train, a subway in New York City mm-hmm. with some other family folks. Anyway, so somebody had their camera out, and somebody else on the train, you know, who didn't nobody knew, but um, had some music and they were singing to the song. And pretty soon, it was a really common sign. I don't remember what it was, but pretty soon that train of people were singing together. Yeah. I mean, tell me that wouldn't just lift your spirits. It lifted mine just watching that video. And then, of course, I'm, I'm remembering it later. So right. it's a good thing. Yeah. It's be, a good thing. Yeah. Because like, but I'm sure when that one person first started singing, the subway is like, yikes. Oh, no. And it takes a, two and three yeah. more people join in. And then it's like, okay, this seems yeah, we fun. A, it, we got a dance it, party. It breaks, the, it breaks the ice. It does. Yeah. It does. So, um. Uh, one kind of play that that folks like and maybe liked when they were younger and stuff is that rough and tumble kind of play. Yeah. That's the um, real physical kind of play, getting out there. That could be the, mm-hmm. you know, the football. That could be the it's, dodgeball. Yeah, and it's the kind of play that you see a lot in nature. Like animals have a lot of rough and tumble yeah, play where they're yeah. kind of pushing each other around. and Right, mm-hmm. right. And that's that feels good. It's It also helps develop emotional regulation. Um, cognitive, emotional, and physical, uh, and physically mastering those areas of your, you know, your physically your being. of like how far can your, I go before this isn't fun anymore? Right, on you know, and, and like I'm starting to get frustrated, but you emotionally regulate. Yeah, yeah. Before you lose it, so rough and tumble play. Um, for adults, uh, you go, you decide how that it works in your world. You know, that's another one is ritual play. Ritual like, play. Ritual that sounds play, like cool. Chess. Oh, okay. Board games. Those kinds that have rules that you play it the same way every time. Yeah. Um, in those games, they help you develop uh, strategy, um, you, where you design. You know uh, how you're going to play it. Activities that can bring those bring people together. Yeah. Um, so that kind of ritual play is really cool too and a different kind of play but it's still play yeah and one of the types of play that i was reading about that i was like sweet is one that most of us are really good at myself i mean Uh i don't know i can't speak for anyone else but it's storytelling or narrative play yes when you're a kid having your getting a a story read to you uh you know i remember the the tub people Mm -hmm. you know I, i i had my favorites as a kid but hearing stories helps understand ourselves and others yeah. by hearing about them but we do it as adults when we're like watching netflix exactly you're technically playing when you're binging yeah. a tv show yep. and that's good news and it's <laughs> and you're fostering your imagination that way yeah um coloring storytelling painting drawing crafting improv kind of stuff that's all under that same imaginative yeah. play that you talked about that was dressing up like a queen and having my granddaughter dress up like a princess and we um you know, we had that the birthday party, and yet our demeanors were very different than we are normally. Yeah, and, yeah. And you've just put a hoop skirt on a three-year-old, and she's in heaven. Oh, right, right? absolutely. Yeah. She was. She, yeah, yeah. So that's fun. Um, another kind of play is body play, and that would be like yoga, Pilates, the hiking, rafting, roller coasters. Yeah. Mountain climbing. Um, the body play is it just is your body's defying gravity a little bit, mm-hmm. um, moving in new ways. That's play, and it and it also like 
not only I mean from a developmental standpoint, but also as you get older, uh, body play also one if you Google at your own risk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it it also gives you more a sense of of spatial awareness, oh, yeah. spatial. Uh, oh, and your balance movement. and physical, yeah, yeah, that's all good. Um, and some people would say, you know, roller coasters are the best kind of play in the whole world. And some people would say, oh, that's hell on earth. Yeah, some so, people would say a lot of cuss words on a roller coaster in Branson, Missouri. Your mother would, because <laughs> she did, but then somebody misled her <laughs> into what to expect. I don't know about that. Okay. We, we, we can argue <laughs> well, about yeah, that. We'll, get, that. We'll do that off our mic. Our play. Our play is <laughs> about play. Um, so, you know, like, knowing there's different kinds of play, you're going to find one that maybe you like more yeah. than something else. Or you just pick and choose from different ones. Um, object play, um, like the Legos, Jingo, uh, Jenga. Jenga. Uh, yeah. Snowball fights. Um I would suspect making puzzles, that kind of right, stuff, is right. the object play. You know, you're working with something, and and if you're doing it with other people, like a game, mm-hmm. like uh, like Lego or Jenga, you're building and strategizing and working together, building cooperation. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, and um, the the one that we had talked about too, like the one with like social, and the mirror. Oh yeah. Neurons. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I was coming across the it was called attune attunement attunement play, where it's like I and it's the same thing as name that tune? attunement. <laughs> uh, but it's the same thing as like when um, like I'm sure when I was a baby, you know, like it's mm-hmm. the same way. Like if you would make a face, I yeah. would I would mimic the face. Yeah, yeah. It's that level of play. Or if, if a child starts bursting out in laughter, yeah, it's hard. You know, depending on the baby or, or the situation, it's hard not to also engage in you that do. laughter it and is. that and that joy. And I think that's part of um, evolution, though. And I think that's how babies learn and socialization. Yeah, uh, these are the sounds that that are made in my language. These are the you know because you imitate the coos. And yeah, the this and, and that's that's it's a attunement. I mean, just like um like you would tune an instrument. You're yeah. getting you're creating some sort of connected uh like frequency together. Right. right. Yeah. Well, I um. I was just really, I had a good week, and I think it was, a lot of it was that I spent a lot of time playing, um, emptying the dishwasher. Well, you know what? Some, crank up some tunes yeah. and, and and dance around. And, you know, it was it was good. It was good. And um, when the puppy came up this week with half a mouse in his her oh, mouth. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Which but, half? Well, the head was missing. Oh, it was the back half. It had tail and four paws. It was just... Oh, it was just a headless... It, the headless mouse. Oh, spooky you Halloween. Got to play with that a little bit. I'd not uh, play with the mouse. You play, but oh, play like, Mom, the... you don't have to play with everything. <laughs> That's the object play we but don't need. You, in your mind, in your mind, you just have to kind of go there to where... Because I didn't want to go there to, oh my gosh, I can't do this. this is I so can't... I, I'm, this and I'm not awful. trying... I'm not trying to bring you down no no. but that is not something i ever would have imagined you to say is that you had a little bit of fun taking care of a dead animal that got brought into the house yeah Yeah. it didn't actually it was in the yard so there was good there was good with that too so um and and gratitude that i had worked with that particular dog a little bit about stop and drop it yeah she's i thought about training her a couple weeks ago and so she did not continue to play with that what's i mean it's all all good yeah and the fact that it was an outside issue was really good. <laughs> and that it wasn't a snake was super That's true. Good. <laughs> That's true. I feel that. I don't, yeah. I don't mess so, with snakes either. Yeah. Uh, I, 
I, I think that's really, really fascinating. And I think it's, it's something that I know I have, I don't talk, I mean, I, that it's just not talked about a lot in adult conversation, mm-hmm. this idea of like play. Uh, yeah, I know the dogs like, are drinking water, drinking water and it's, uh, it's really good mics. We're hearing it through. Yeah, our I know. It's like, oh, wow, that's cool. <laughs> um, but it's, it's weird. Cause like, uh, and it, in this interview that I was listening to with this, uh, with Dr. Stuart Brown was, they were saying that uh, the common sort of way that we're comfortable with, with, with the idea of play as uh-huh. adults is children play because it's sort of um, a, a way of, of training or becoming accustomed to the future. Right. You're, you're playing a game, you're learning those social skills. Sure. That's you're getting ready for, for when right. you're older yeah. and life sucks yeah, i mean yeah. that's the mentality the is, little the baby doll and learning to take uh-huh. care of it and then like you know people say it yeah. half jokingly that cynical like well now welcome to the real world sure. sort of a thing and it's conditioned i mean we're conditioned not to and of, of course everyone's condition is different um but it and in some of those hard uh, we've talked about it in other episodes and in, in some in communities where uh where hardship is really really prevalent mm-hmm. uh are also some of the most creative yeah. and and some of the like communities that together in their community have the most love and fun Absolutely. come out of it because of that common hardship yeah. but yeah and the relationships play, play are is tight. essential yeah and um yeah uh, and like i i i doubt play is a word that most adults would call that those gatherings or or right. um or sharing you know, but that is, yeah. it is play. But, you know, does it, does it match, you know, what the definition was? Does it, is it a time together? Is it a process where you are surprised, you have fun, you start to understand yourself and others better? Yeah. Are you together just for the sake of being together? Yeah. Cause that is play. Right. Uh, and, and that is really powerful mm-hmm. for sure. And something that I do hope gets more, I'm excited to see where studies go with how play affects Cause in my mind, it's it sort of, uh, meshes with the ideas of of mindfulness mm-hmm. of of taking the focus off of the day-to-day routine um that kind of gets dug in and to pull yourself out of that to experience another mental state mm-hmm. um and then when you come back to the day-to-day it's it's less cumbersome because yeah. it, it's it's not all that you do, right. you know, it's so easy to fall into that routine where all I do is work, come home, make dinner, mm-hmm. do the laundry, pay the bills. Yeah. You know, tomorrow. maybe zone out in front of the mm-hmm. TV, which doesn't, it doesn't feel like play at that point when I'm yeah. just watching it to escape. To, to escape yeah. and escaping's fine. Sure. Uh, but I think, but what's the intention of going into it? What's, what's it that in- I'm going to have? fun and and enjoy this or is it like i'm just gonna sit here put my feet up and see what's on like i just want to sit down for a couple hours before i go to sleep and get back to it you know it's easy to fall into that sure um and i feel like it definitely probably it's not one of those things where the light switch hits and it's like i'm gonna start playing more and then like life changes it's i think it's a a practice yeah again a habit like gratitude um a finding play where you can in in your life right and i know that that where you've uh, thought a lot about the the idea of of uh, helping others through using music and, and music therapy and such. I think that it it, it flows along this line with play too. That, I think so. Um, that it is um, just another. Um, it's it's a way that to to embrace a human being mm-hmm. uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Well, I I remember a conversation uh, that I had had once with uh, with someone mm-hmm. who was you know, kind of, uh, 
not putting down the idea that I wanted to make music alive, but they were they're questioning like, well, why would you want to take the thing you're passionate about and then make that your work? Why would you want to make your passion your work? And at the time I was just like, wow, they don't get it. They don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, cause if my work was my passion, then yeah, I would, then I would never life. work yeah. a day in my life. Yeah. Uh, and to an extent that's probably true, but if, if it's it, but that, I don't know, but if that passion becomes work at the sacrifice of the passion of mm-hmm. it, then then I'm, I'm starting to see now where that person was like, I'm like, oh, I think I know more what right. they were saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I well, don't know. It wasn't an accident. I mean, I have loved uh, and loved my entire career in public education. feel strongly about the importance of it and, and that I was good at it. And yet I think when the time comes when you're stressed and tired, and it may have been because of other things in my world at the same time going on, um, you know, with dad and such, it was time to walk away from it before it became a burden and stress because yeah. I wanted every memory I had of that profession to be one that was, uh, you know, it was, yeah. it was a good time. And not every single day was a good day. Right. No, they were all pretty good days. They're, not every moment was always sure. a good moment. Um, but but I think that when – but the, you're right. When you find that it's starting to, to not – um, where the, the intention or the, the motivation, yeah. Then, then it is time to rethink where where do I go yeah. now? So, I, when you said that, it kind of just made me wonder. And this is off the yeah. topic of play, but have you ever? I mean, have you spent much time thinking about what it would be like if you didn't retire when mm-hmm. you did? Like, if you had, like, let's say you worked this most recent school year yeah. after losing dad. Right. Uh, have you thought about like? Is there a part of you that's like, oh, I'm really glad I made the decision I made? Or were you kind of like, oh, man, yeah, I, I wonder what this year well, would have been like? in some ways, in some ways, it would have been great to have the built-in routine, this, the things that had been the same prior to dad's passing, to continue to be the same, that I would have, uh, that that wouldn't have changed. Yeah. I would still have gotten up at the same <laughs> time. I would have showered, that, brushed my teeth, gone to work, worked with great people, great families, great kids. Um and gotten through, you know, through with that. And that that might have made some of the last year easier. However, knowing today how it went, I mean, grief uh, physically zaps you. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the exhaustion, the fogginess, the confusion, the confusion that, you know, it, it impacts your body and your mind. And... Um, so whereas it may have been really great for me, I'm not sure I would have been as great in the role. Sure, <laughs> sure. Then, you know, yeah. so I would show up every day and everybody's yeah. doing their job plus another bit of the, uh, more so they can help me along. Mm. And um, I think things worked out the way that they worked out. It, it was yeah. good. It was all good. Um, and I have, uh, I you know, I have been given the gift of time mm-hmm. to do what I, you know, where, where so many people in my shoes don't. Have yeah. One. So, so, and in your, like, in all the years you've worked with a, a lot of different people, mm-hmm. did you ever kind of notice, like, thinking back uh, of one's, like, personalities of people that you can tell? Like, I mean, I have people like this where I, personali- personalities of people I can tell enjoy and take time to play and do recreational sort of. Uh, things that they enjoy yeah. versus people who really don't, yeah. you know, like I'm sure you have plenty of yeah. examples of, I'm not saying not, I'm not saying dragging his name through no. the mud. I'm just, yeah. I just mean like, but I'm sure that 
that that is if you're looking at it you know i i bet it's pretty uh, apparent on the faces that we walk around with of whether or not we enjoy playing or if we really just yeah. dig well, down well i think some of the most successful people i've met have a pretty good balance the the folks that seem to have taken their careers further um are also go and do other things too and maybe they're they don't they don't go home and zone out at night and overeat and eat ice cream and they're stressed and then go back to work the next day and and are totally successful um that would be rare mm-hmm. i think that the folks who i've noticed seem to be most successful the people who i like i would want to emulate and be around have a really um busy lives but but it's not all work it's busy and, ba- it's and balanced and yeah, work yeah. and family and um and they probably have help you know they sure, have great yeah. you know families so that they work together as a team um so yeah i i think so i think that that the benefits of being a well-rounded person um who has a variety of activities that you are interested in and enjoy mm-hmm. it shows yeah yeah, and I yeah I don't know I it's interesting because it's like and like we've said in other episodes like we can't control our circumstances mm-hmm. to, to a degree right. like things get thrown at us that we can't control we've also in the you know things we've like looked up and studied that we can control how we react sure. to it we can control how we behave and I I think doing things like play doing things that are enjoyable just for the sake of being enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think it makes the whole rest of that weight easier to carry. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, you can't say, oh man, I totaled the car. I better run out and go bowling. You know? Yeah, right, right. It's not right. going to work like that. I think it's like, um, you have to set the table or, you know. It's like, I wrecked the car, but. I know that I've got okay. a balanced life. It'll yeah. fit into the life I have. Like, like I'm saying, when you set the table, you have to set it no matter what the food is going to be, mm-hmm. you know, you set your your table. And I think that when a person is setting the table, they need to 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 think about mm-hmm. the balance that they have in their world of work and play and, you know, the, the spiritual, the physical, the health. Yeah. The, uh, be mindful and then take care of yourself so that when the stuff hits the plate that you didn't plan on, well... You know what? My table can handle that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it less. It's more of like a preventative. Yes. <laughs> uh, Maybe put a plastic yeah. tablecloth on. <laughs> I, I've noticed that, like, if I'm if I've had a, a really stressful day at work, or if I'm just in a you know in a stressed out mood, or I just don't have a lot of patience mm-hmm. and time, and let's say someone in traffic cuts me off, I I you know I think of the worst things in the world I want yeah. to happen to that person. Yeah. Uh, but if I'm in a a, a state of more mindfulness or more uh-huh. play you know if 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 i'm in a better mood because of i've taken the time to play or whatever someone mm-hmm. cuts me off i it's easier to brush that off it's yeah. it's oh it's okay it's yeah. whatever like when traffic is stopped on the freeway well if i have my little bag of pretzels and i've got good music yeah I'm like right. oh yeah i'm really into this podcast I, yeah, i'm down to yeah. listen to another episode okay. of it or right. uh, not this one specifically get meta but uh <laughs> <laughs> but it's not saying you couldn't a person could but please go to us please go back and listen to all of them <laughs> tell your <laughs> friends <laughs> but yeah and i it's just i also think it opens up more of a an arena of empathy mm-hmm. uh if it's like if you're taking that time for yourself to to play, even if it's watching TV, mm-hmm. um, but that's where you get that sort of like 
yeah, oh, I love watching these characters. I love the music in this show. I do that a lot. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. If it, it just, if your situation in internally is more content and at, you know, at a place where play is something you can achieve, then it opens up more of that thing of like, oh, that guy who cuts me off must be having a shitty yeah, day. Like, you know, instead uh, yeah, of it like, it gets better, buddy. Yeah. Not yeah. like, oh, how, how much that affects me. It's like, I'm good in here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, and that's maybe a little idealistic, but it's. But I th- what if more people could be idealistic like that? I just feel like the world would be a better place sometimes. If well, yeah. Were. I mean, and that's what exactly why that guy founded the the, mm-hmm. the Institute of Play mm-hmm. was because of that. And it's also really fascinating. And this is stuff that I, I pay attention to for sure. But it's like we as a society are moving out of um this this world of uh like. Uh, like industrial work, like yeah. like the where we need hands on deck, we need all this. We're moving into an area where it's going to be more. Uh, it's like it's going to be less hands on. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more automated. I think that we're moving out of into a world where play is something theoretically we should have more time to do. Yeah. Um, and so I'm I'm hopeful that the future uh, holds a yeah a something where it's like we don't have to worry so much about the money gratification. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry so much about that we are not there right now but it's i think we're moving towards an area where um i don't know where with more time on our hands instead of being anxious and Mm -hmm. and stressed out like that documentary that one nation under stress that we watched where it's it's like uh it's it's a bad thing to have too much time Mm -hmm. on our hands right now as far as like money wise and and stuff uh, it hopefully we're moving towards a direction where that is more encouraged and creativity and art and, and playing are more um, they're not seen as frivolous mm-hmm. and they're more seen as like uh, kind of like how he was saying, like what we knew 60 years ago about sleep right. to what we know now. Um, I I'm hoping that in less than 60 years yeah. play is shown to have well, a lot I, more of a positive effect yeah, on the I society that there have been, many studies about play it's just that they haven't all come together yet to, yes yes to find areas that that we still need to know more so it's just a little disjointed but i think that's sure. what happens at the beginning yeah and then it gets more organized and going but yeah we were last week talking you know about play under when we talked about the the book fish and how it's just one of those really important things to build a culture and then we talked about how it was just really important just to build a a human being, you uh-huh. know, balance. But then looking into just that aspect today um, showed me how, how really important it is. And I'm fortunate I get to um, hang out with a three-year-old a couple days a week. So I play. I get to play. And that's one thing if you've got little people in your world, um, put down your phones, you turn off the screens sometimes, and uh-huh. just get down there and play with them. It's so good for them yeah. developmentally, but it's really also so good for you. And it- then it builds that that bond between the two of you. Yeah. It's, it's really not silly to put yourself in that headspace of play. And it's actually, and on a a child level, uh, it's super important to play. Um, the, that Stuart, uh, Stuart Brown was talking about how he got into doing research on play because he studied violence. I mean, he studied killers, um, and, uh, you know, homicides, stuff like that. Texas prisons Uh system. Yeah. Yeah. How many, uh, yeah, the one that got him started it was uh, it was called the Texas Tower Murder. 
Mm. There's this guy like killed a bunch of people from this tower. So they were studying in and a common thread that they find, and this is not saying that everyone who doesn't play as a child is going to be a serial killer, but a common thread amongst some of these people who show extreme violence towards society uh, at a foundational level uh, weren't introduced to play or had that um, like nature really uh, stifled at a young age. Yeah. It's important. And, um, and it feels good. And yeah. It's, well, and it's, it's fun. Well, and playing's just fun now, isn't it? Playing is just. But it's fun. also it it and I you know I have to remind myself of it that it it's not it doesn't end at childhood development. Right. Like when we're talking about studies, there's there's a boundless studies of of, of how play affects child's cognitive behavior mm-hmm. at a young age, um, and that's what once hopefully more studies come together at least to to work off each other about how. Um, important it is for adults to also right. take time to do that and that it, it really is not a, a frivolous, uh, meaningless nope. activity. Nope. Nope, not so, at all. So, yeah, we'll, we'll just good. go out there and we'll we'll find the thing, find whatever it is that, that feels like play. And just, and just, and just, just do it. And just, just consensually. do it. Just consensually do it. <laughs> uh, oh, my awesome. goodness. Now I, I have to think of a goal think for of a this goal. week. I don't want to go with play because that was yours. <laughs> um I think uh, my goal, I guess, will be along this just because we were talking about yeah. it. Uh, but what I want to do is, and this is maybe a cop out, I want to do what I can to not change the routines I've set as far as like the, I spend certain nights a week watching wrestling mm-hmm. for the wrestling podcast here on the East Drop Podcast Network, Genuine Wrestle Boys. Uh, and sometimes I. I look at it almost as a thing I have to do because I have to be up to date on the podcast. Uh, So things like that, things I do in my normal day to day that I I want to pay attention to and then be like, oh, it just mentally, instead of thinking about this thing I have to do, put myself in a head place of, of, of play. Like, uh, Not not to do it for the sake of watching or for writing stuff down for the podcast, uh, but watching it for the sake of like, oh, man, I think it's really fun to watch these guys jump yeah. off the top rope or, you know, whatever. Maybe take some notes. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but do it for the sake of doing it, you know, see if I can just mentally switch the things I'm already doing, how much I can play around, how malleable is is that uh, I think, frame of reference, I guess. I think, it, I think it's very doable. I do. So this week, changing up the yeah. subject. I made, I cooked, I cooked a meatloaf. You made a meatloaf? I am, I'm, you know, I, I am a person of one in my house, but um, had a couple uh, time. Uh, my my daughter-in-law, uh, Natalie, came over. We made soup one night. Then a couple nights later, you guys were there cooking oh, the tomato soup and, um, and the apple grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. Oh, such good. I'm glad. And, I'm glad. And, and there were leftovers there. And then when the leftovers were gone, it was sort of like, I kind of enjoy eating like food. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I, made, I made a meatloaf. Now I took a piece of the meatloaf and then I wrapped it up and, and uh, one of your other brothers took it with them. It was actually Eric who ate it all and Natalie got none. So oh. I don't know if Natalie will hear this. However, that being said, here's my goal this week is I want to cook something else. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, that's fantastic. It's winter time. It's kind of chilly out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to be, 
but I enjoy, um, you know, when when the granddaughter's over, she and I like to make things like banana muffins and right, cupcakes right. and that kind of thing. And she's getting pretty good at cooking. Oh, I bet it is fun and cooking at the same time. So, um, but I'm I, I'm just thinking. I don't know. Something. I'll yeah. cook something. I don't know what it is. I, I think that's fantastic. Um, I, I know I've told you this, but when, when Katie and I stopped eating meat, we were having a hard time finding recipes to uh, be like, to keep it fun. Right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we started using this app uh, that allows us to kind of like create, create a shopping list and these recipes and, and go from that. But I was noticing just this week being home alone. So we make recipes a right. lot together. We cook at home a lot together. Uh, that's, in the first th- like few days that she'd been gone, I was like, well, what's in the freezer? Yeah. yeah well, I'll, I'll heat something up. Like, I don't really care. Right. Uh, but last night I took the time to, uh, to make one of our recipes that we had ing- the ingredients oh, for, nice. you know, it took a little longer cause I was doing it on my own. But like you're saying, I threw on some music, yeah. you know, I, I did crack open a beer. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, and, I usually uh, need a little wine you while know, I'm cooking. You get a little something going. Unless I'm with granddaughter, you don't need <laughs> wine for that. But uh, yeah, and just taking that time to to actually put the recipe yeah. together, to yeah. cook, to to invest that time in myself, yeah. to be like, hey, I'm going to cook something that's going to be more n- nutritious yeah, and, and good. Tasty and and yeah, for me, the outcome wasn't that I needed a week's worth of meatloaf there. It really yeah. was, I want a, I want some, but then and yeah. then, then to have you know, people that I can send it home with that, that was good too. But it's also, I, and I love that. I think it's a a really, I think cooking is a really great way to kind of give yourself a little hug and say, I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something nice for you. And it makes the house smell good. It does. It is good. Not unlike what one of these dogs, well, not, or a lot unlike what one of these dogs just did in this room. (laughs) I thought it was you. It was not me. (laughs) All right. So then (laughs) whatever. I didn't, on that note mom wait i didn't fart okay uh, <laughs> yes, uh, yes oh yes uh, i'm so sorry um no i did not <laughs> it doesn't matter matt you don't what? have to i didn't what are you even <laughs> the dogs aren't even here no i'm just kidding all right um no that's great great goals and it's yes. gonna be a great week yeah and, and everybody try to play a little bit just a little bit just a little bit we're, I, we're not a call to action podcast but let's just play a little bit yeah um and, and whatever it is whatever it is f- find something and just do it for the sake of doing it um, righty then yeah well thank you so much for joining us uh we are a podcast here on the eavesdrop podcast network you can find our show as well as an abundance of fantastic shows at ease-drop.com uh, you can also find Eavesdrop on, on social media, and you can find us on on the social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Dealing With It. You can reach out to us, and we really, really encourage you to reach out to us at dealingwithitpod at gmail.com. Uh, just any stories of your own, maybe activities that you enjoy that, that are play for you, and or any and any topics you would like us to, to cover going forward. Uh, or just any stories you have. We would really appreciate you reaching out. Uh, again, that's at dealingwithitpod at gmail.com. Uh, we really appreciate you listening to this show. And, and if you have a friend or uh, an enemy and an acquaintance that you think might enjoy the show <laughs> too, you know, that's all we could ask is maybe yeah, just like, spread the on. love. But, uh, but we love you. We appreciate you being here with us. And uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll catch up with you next week. Okay, then. And until next week, let's just keep dealing, dealing with it. it.